This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we've got, God, there's a lot of injuries, but it's the start of the season. That's to be expected. We'll talk about ESPN taking over hockey. We'll talk about all the suspensions going on, and we'll have uh, a story about retaining salary and what it means to Jack Eichel as I hiccup in the middle of the opening. you got to love it. It's Face Off Hockey Show. More of that to come right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. There's a, a a little kiosk um, at my Walmart, and they have things where you can buy back your cell phone. I have three cell phones that I, I can I want to donate to. You you buy back your cell phone? Yeah, like if you have your old cell phone you got laying around, they'll like buy it and deposit it for oh, whatever. They'll buy it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sorry, I should clarify that. And I always wonder if that thing will give you any kind of decent amount of money. It probably doesn't, but if you're not oh. going to do anything with it. Yeah. So I got three phones it'll, waiting. It'll buy you some Chick-fil-A. Right? Got some three phones ready to go, so we'll see how that all. The way that you sounded, the way that it sounded at first, it was like you go to Walmart and they've got like a slew of old uh, cell phones, and you're like, "Man, I really love that razor. I'd love to have a, I love to have a razor just like hanging out in my house." And they're like, "Well, you can buy back your razor." Wait, what? Where'd you get that from? We have a behind this curtain. Uh, so yeah, I might have to try that out sooner rather than later, but. I got yeah, I got three three old phones ready to go. And we'll see Thanks. how that goes. Uh, so yeah, we got uh, stuff happening this week. It's going to be a fun time for everybody. Johnny P, uh, you didn't have hockey this weekend, so you you were pretty much wide open, arms wide open, like so much creed. I didn't. I did not. Uh, what did I do this weekend? You had your shots. I did get shot. Oh, that's right. Yes, I got my shots on Friday. Um, I got the COVID, the Pfizer COVID booster, and the flu shot. Uh, both on Friday. Um, Saturday, I was going to go out uh, Saturday night. I basically just had a ha- uh, headache all day. So it kind of just felt like a hangover and or like every spring. So I was like, all right, well, I mean, it's pretty much my normal. Like, I don't feel out of the ordinary. And then uh, Sunday morning, I woke up, uh, still had a bit of a headache, but felt better ate something and then threw up everything that I had in my body. Well then, that's an interesting But I felt fine after that. So <laughs> I don't know where the random nausea came from on Sunday morning, but uh no real issues. No like chills or aches or my arms didn't even hurt that bad. So yeah. Maybe you're pregnant. Maybe. Who knows anymore? I mean, I've heard stories. All um, right. But yeah, so so that occurred. So most of, I get I feel like most of the weekend I just kind of hung out by myself. It was cold uh here this weekend. Well, relatively speaking, obviously. 
um not cold for you but it was uh it was like raining and like 50 degrees on saturday afternoon that's pretty chilly um so yeah i didn't really leave my house but i have hockey this weekend so that's good and i have my uh, 20th 25th high school reunion uh this weekend also Mm -hmm. having an issue though because i don't think it's going to be hot enough i mean i think it's going to be too hot to wear the um my letterman jacket from 25 years ago but it fits so damn well now finally so trying to figure out Mm -hmm. i don't want to take it and then carry it around because that's just extra extra weight exactly could wear like a purple ravens pullover or something if i needed to wear something purple to saint joe right with their new mascot that's coming out yeah, did you see that? That's going to occur on Friday. I am saw, seeing the picture and trying to figure out what it's going to be. Doesn't uh, It's better than the plastic head that they have, at least. That much I know. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's just a plush guy now. Yeah, now it's just a, it's a stuffy. <laughs> so. Anywho. Yeah, well, that's good, brother. Good, yeah. good work. Good work for... So not- now I'm invincible, I believe, right? I think so. I think that that's it. You're you're now, as well. I think the last piece is having COVID first. So if oh. you get COVID and then have the three boosters, you're essentially, uh, yeah, you're good. You're fine. Yeah, I thought Impl- so. At that point, right to space. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had I had hockey this weekend. North University of North Dakota, and uh, that was a that was that was one day because they played a home and home at Bemidji, which. All right. Uh, so we went Saturday, hung out, did that, and it's been uh, work. Oh, talked to Stan. Uh, yeah, and mom and mom and Stan this weekend. Good. Oh fuck, they're they're doing it. Mom hates retirement. She's uh, she's like, I thought I had so much more, I had so much more time. I don't I'm tired all the time. I'm like, well, you know, that's what happens. You spend forty some years working, probably more than that. It's gonna catch up to you. Gonna catch up to you. Uh huh. And yeah, just another fabulous stand story. Like he was. Why you just take your time off now, people, and travel? Yeah, exactly. Just use up that PTO. Yeah. Sure, you'll life lessons by the face of hockey show. Yeah. Take that PTO. Go buy that boat. You're not going to enjoy it when you're older. It's going to be sore and cranky. Uh, so so enjoy it now when you're middle aged and cranky. Yeah. Uh, so Stan was talking about getting new windows for the house and maybe new siding. He's like, first off, there's this place called Window Nation, but goddamn terrible guy wouldn't get back to me i can't have that no time for that so uh you know you know the people who think that they, you know you, what, they, you know you buy two windows you get two free what, what, what do they think what do they think the price is going um <laughs> i really believe that, that gullible it's just like it's just like the carpet you carpet one room get two free things where do you think the cost the cost is gonna go so anyway i went to window world and then the owner, the owner came out the window world. He's, I said, maybe once some siding, not quite sure. So he went out, he does, he measures the siding. Yeah, he went out to measure the siding. Like, ah, I don't know, you know. I'm not thinking just going to take the windows. So the guy, owner of the place, owner of the place comes out, does his own thing. He comes out and he's, yeah, he said, I got another guy for the windows. So, so I, after that, we spent, uh, hang out by his truck, spent an hour talking to the guy. Just a great, just a great guy talking to me about how Window World, he, you know, he serves Howard County, Anne Arundel County, Baltimore County. He has to go to D.C. to get all the windows. I mean, that, that, that makes sense going out there. Ah, so he's talking about his house in Delaware, and, you know, he goes out there for the summer. He just spent the goddamn hour out there with him. He's talking about that. Yeah, you know, he gave me, uh, 
Gave me 7,000 less than what BGE was going to say. <laughs> like, what the That's a fantastic fuck? return on an hour. Yeah. By the way. Oh, shit. So, I feel like Window World seems like a made up place, though. Right. So does Window Nation. <laughs> they both, like, any window shop um, seems made up. Uh, uh, yeah, there's actually uh, Window World. House, housewindows.net, apparently. There's many, nope, windowworld.com. There's many window worlds. How is this legal? <laughs> they have the same name. Yeah. So, yeah, they got the window world in uh, window, window Nation. I didn't know there was a, I didn't, I didn't know there was a, a com- competition within window the Window Nation. Uh, they, um, they have, uh, advertisements on the caps games mm. and uh window nation has really fuzzy maths because they tell you that um if you buy two windows you get the third window at 50 percent off and that is a 50 percent savings and i'm like it doesn't work that way <laughs> the cost it cost going that's not even math like you, like simple math doesn't work that way yeah, so he's like, hey, Window World of Baltimore. You need, you need the guy there. Just go there. Yeah, Stan, I'm going to need a guy from Window World of Baltimore to come up to Grand Forks to my apartment and figure out the window situation. Well, I mean, once, once Stan gets the guy from Window World to give you a townhouse, um, yeah. you guys. <laughs> How I essentially now have that townhouse in Severna Park. Um, <laughs> you guys will be moving shortly. I, I, I should just be like, how, how would you make friend, friends with a realtor? Uh, help your boy out. So that was a good time talking to them. I haven't talked to them in a while, so it was good to talk to them. Nice, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't talked. I haven't talked to my mom since she uh, since she retired. Oh, uh, from school from Slade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good time. Yeah, my mom retired, and then she started working at the University of Maryland. Yeah. Well, hey, listen. As long as she hasn't taken over the head coaching position at this for the softball team, the head manager spot, then I think she's good. No, 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 no. She just works as like an usher for games. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's not she's not peeking over the dugout and going, I wouldn't have done that there. I don't think uh she hasn't talked much about softball. Softball no? might not need ushers, maybe. Because she might be I think she's at lacrosse. Okay. Just throwing it out there. She say. didn't mention the baseball team either, so <laughs> She does mostly soccer, uh, football, lacrosse, and basketball. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> they give them like uh, they give them fancy jackets. Um, I think so, but I think they have to give them back ah, each that's, time. That's bullshit. I don't think they. I don't think it's like the Ravens where they're like, "Hey, here's the, all of this gear. Wear this when you work here." Okay, okay. thanks. <laughs> What's that? You're giving your two weeks? Ah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keep it. It was part of your payment anyway. Right, exactly. We docked your paycheck, so you don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the ushers up here wear green blazers for the uh, at the Ralph Set Arena, like the uh, like the Masters jacket. Yeah, no, everyone everyone's a tournament winner. It's amazing. Wow, it's fantastic. Even women. And I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't think they let you into the course. Hold on a second. That just started recently. Oh, oh okay, good. Well, good, yeah. good then. Thank God. Well, they work quickly quickly with their uh just winning tournaments already tournaments and then moving and then they all seem to move to north dakota for some reason weird how that works you know weird how that works 
<clears throat> well, Johnny, we uh, we the season has begun. We are a week into it. Thoughts so far? Um, uh, the ESPN uh, Plus exclusive game is going to be great. That should be absolutely fantastic. I heard a lot of issues in the uh, DC, the Baltimore DC metro areas. Well, uh, so I will, I will relay a story. Uh, one of my friends works for the Green Turtle. And apparently the Green Turtle, you know, they are a uh, sponsor of the Capitals still. They uh, have their like little logo that shows up on the ice behind the goal sometimes, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, none of them have ESPN Plus. Why? So, so they were having issues showing the Caps game because it was an ESPN Plus exclusive thing. So apparently, uh, which I did not realize until recently, it is way, way, way more expensive for a restaurant to buy things like ESPN Plus and NBC, like Peacock, like, like, and all that jazz that it is for like a singular person. I guess because you have different receivers. Well, yeah. even that it just because it I think they um, like charge them as like a business effectively. So that instead of like, you know, you and Jen watching ESPN Plus in your house, there's like, well, you've got 12 TVs and 400 people. So we're going to charge you by capacity pretty much. Wow. That kind of thing. So uh, apparently it's super expensive and uh, and um, the green turtles around the area don't exactly know if they're going to buy ESPN Plus for these uh, exclusive ESPN Plus games. Interesting. So. Well, I also heard that people in the D.C. area were having problems. That we're getting blackout restrictions because it was a national game in the D.C. area. Oh, that's really funny. So my buddy Cribsy, who lives in Southern Maryland, um, was saying, yeah, I can't even watch it on Hulu or ESPN Plus. What the hell's going on? That's really funny. That's just a screw up. Yeah. So he's like, I can't even watch it on demand. I have to watch it live. I'm thinking to myself. Yeah, you would want to watch your live cribs. I mean, you know, I'll love you, buddy, but goddamn. Uh, well, isn't part of the allure of ESPN Plus the ability to watch like replays and such? I like, can't you watch like full game replays on ESPN Plus? I'm sure you could. I haven't. I've never had it. Check that out option yet. Yeah, I don't have it. Being quite honest with each other. Uh, let me see if I can because I got. <laughs> I feel like I watch enough sports. Yeah. Um, now I will say that I've watched uh, NHL Network a lot. Um, just because they have that like around the league type like NHL tonight thing where they like live look ins and they have people talking about the games and such. So I've been watching that. Um, I mean, it it seems like hockey. Hockey's packed. It's being played in the correct month that we normally start hockey right. seasons. Um, it, yeah, it's hockey. That's pretty much uh, pretty much all I really have to say. I mean, Kopitar's had a great. Uh, the the old guys came out of the block quickly. Oh yeah, they did. Got to get those points quick, or else it's gonna fade. I'm looking up and down here. Yeah, it looks like you can look. You can go back and check out the broadcast uh, on ESPN Plus scheduled and replay. Then you can click the check the broadcast you want to check. So yeah. like it. The Devils or the Sharks broadcast or Lightning broadcast Sabres. That's cool. Game. You only get the ESPN game. So 
<clears throat> that's pretty awesome. You also watch uh, men's T20 World Cup for cricket. Nice. I did not realize that was something ESPN covered. Yep. They also have mixed martial arts, sock, all the soccer. Tons uh, of soccer. Women's volleyball is on here. Uh, pro, uh, NCAA football with the... So the NCAA football has the Texas Tech football presser, Iowa State football press conference. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Kansas State football press conference. <laughs> Why? Women's basketball, got the big like, club. Who watches an actual press conference unless you're press? Right? Well, I think in Texas that they do because those are the kind of people that... Like, it's almost like Canadians watching press conferences of hockey and being enthralled with that. Like, they think they're part of the team. Like, we're going to go down to their local Boston pizza and talk about what, uh, what fucking DJ Smith had to say about things. God, I don't even watch them when they put them on Twitter. Right? <clears throat> I don't even watch them when I'm there. Kind of zone out when I'm there. So, in any case, um, hey, injuries. We got injuries. Ooh. I have music. I'll play it. How about that? All right. I'm talking the music in. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the face off hockey show injury reports. I took some uh, I took some gain out of the uh, out of the music, and I think it sounds better tonight. Gain recognized gain. Um, all right, some injuries. Here we go. Nikita Kucherov lower body injury. He's on the LTIR. Uh, <sighs> it didn't look great. My God, groin injuries suck. Yeah, especially it kind of almost looked like it rolled up on him, and that because it was a harmless play. He was going in for a four check. Kind of like stopped short or like caught his skate on something in the ice and just grabbed for his groin like immediately, like so much Michael Jackson in the 80s. And so, and like they had guys pushing him off the ice. It was not great. It was not a great look. Yeah, no. So he is on LTIR. You know, make your, hey, clearing cap space for Jack Eichel jokes uh, in the back because we've already heard them all. That means that uh, next time that he has surgery, they need a higher test fishing line. Right, exactly. They need the tight. Well, I was thinking that too. I'm like, was that the same area that the hip was? No, it was opposite hip. Uh, so it was right hip, left groin. Yeah, but that'll happen when, when your body's compensating That's for things. True. You know what? Fair point. Right hip, left groin. Two hops this time. Uh, <laughs> no, he wasn't hopping. Oh no, no. Uh, Peter Morazic has Two a groin. push. Slide huh? to the bench. Slide <laughs> to the bench. Carry uh, to the back. Peter Morazic, groin injury. He's out at least two weeks, which caused a great problem for the Maple Leafs that had signed a University of Toronto player because they had no cap space. Oh, that's so good. Do you think that uh, it, is David Ayers still around? Yes. Maple Leaf Garden. Do you think yeah. that he like every once in a while walks up to Peter Morazic and he's like, hey, thanks for getting run over. <laughs> Well, I think, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> he was the second goalie. In that yeah, he was, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Nick Robertson also for the Leafs, broken leg. He's at at least oh. 10 on that one. Not so good, Al. God. Uh, Max Domi, cracked ribs, two to four weeks. He's just coming off of hip surgery, too. That hurts, cracked so, ribs. Yeah, it's not fun. Can't breathe that much. Uh, <laughs> I know Nicholas, what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> 
Exactly. If you had broken ribs, good God. <laughs> Just no breath. That's how I die. <laughs> uh, Nikolai Krizhoff of the San Jose Sharks has a lower, had lower body injury surgery. He's out eight to ten weeks. <laughs> Just somewhere is, in there. That's literally the injury report. Lower body injury surgery. Eight to ten. Uh, Blake Wheeler has COVID. He's out at least ten days. Going to be quarantining uh, uh. for that. Uh, the entire Jets roster is vaccinated, but still protocol says if you get the positive, you got to get the isolation. <laughs> and then the hose. And then the hose. Uh, Mark Stone, lower body injury. He's week to week, aren't we all? Uh, and another big hit for offense for the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, Matt Pacioretty, fractured foot. He's week to week as well. <clears throat> Jacques. After his great uh, overtime winner where he yeeted his stick into the crowd. Um, <laughs> suffered an so good. Uh, in the game against the Kraken. That looked like a rough hit. Because he it got was. hit against the boards and then kind of dr- got drugged and then thrown to the ground on the shoulder. So that looked very bad. No update. I don't think as of yet. Um, so I will actually Yahoo look. hasn't told me. But Yahoo would tell me uh, the next like morning after he plays. <laughs> yeah. They'll tell you 45 days later. Um... Yeah, bad week for me to have both Hughes on my uh, fantasy team. Yeah, uh, all right, so here we go. Yeah, he's listed as day-to-day again, aren't we all? Uh, there's So I looked up Google, and it says, people also ask, what is Jack Hughes' religion? What? Yeah. Why? I don't know, but Hughes is Jewish and had a bar mitzvah growing up. Do you do you think that uh do you think that multiple like many people Google Devils players to find out what their religion is? I think so. I wouldn't I don't see why not. <laughs> why wouldn't you at that point? Oh, those bastards at ESPN don't have the uh don't have the uh TBS broadcast. Oh play. Those sons of bitches. I thought that they were working together. Uh, does TBS have a fucking doesn't? Not that no. I know of. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it'll be on that. 80- Actually, no. TBS might because doesn't it? Doesn't TBS show the random like all the Marvel movies, all like at nauseum? Well, don't doesn't Marvel owned by Disney now? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. They show like Ant Man all the time on TBS and TNT. That's the only thing they can purchase now. Maybe that's what it is. It. <laughs> but they, I always, I always love movies that are on um, regular TV stations because, like, a ninety-minute movie takes like five hours. Right, it's bizarre. I don't quite like it. Uh boy, we got some suspensions. Um, we might talk about this in our Patreon pick here in a second. Gabriel Landis-Cox suspended two games for boarding on Kirby Dock. Yeah, that was bad. Not a great one. An interesting one is Dylan Larkin was suspended one game for uh, roughing against Matthew Joseph. Joseph, who went after one of the Red Wings before that in a pretty vicious hit. Uh, And then Dylan Larkin, as he was skating by to the bench, sucker punches him in the face. Yes, I saw that too. Could have been a couple suspensions on both parts, but... uh, That was fine. Two minutes, well worth it. Yeah. Suspension, well worth it. Larkin gets that one. Uh, Pavel Buznevich... Got suspended two games for headbutting Lost and Kraus uh, last night yep. in the Blues and uh, Coyotes game. Whereas uh, someone, um, fuck, who who was the guy who did it? I'll have to Rasmus Anderson, I think, for the Flames. For the Flames 
Yeah. yeah. Head butted Kaylor Yamamoto and just got max allowance. Perfect. So, you know. And that one that one looked just as brutal. Um, also, Evander Kane has been suspended 21 games for fake vax cards oh, from the geez. NHL. So, I did see something there that said that they haven't that uh, the NHL is classifying it as COVID-19 protocol and not like a fake vax card so that they uh, hopefully don't run into federal issues. Fake vax cards, man. We all they all everyone knows. The minute they walked in, when Fig's VAC card was out, we got to get the Feddies involved. By the way, uh, Mark and Lyle do win the under bet of forty-one and a half. Uh, I, I don't think by that. Cl- I don't think they would have thought by that close of a margin, <laughs> given what player safety has done. Well, it, it, well, so that was just a suspension, though. What happens? What happens when the Feds get involved and the suspension gets stalled? Oh, right, they extend the suspension. I never, I never said like it had to be this suspension. It can be future suspensions, and we can total it. We, can <laughs> we just keep later. track of all of them for a while, yeah. and then we're finally like, "Ha ha, we won, we over." Right? Once it hits game forty-two, we did it, boys. We did it. Good. I appreciate that. This is what happens when we're the first two on the show and no one else listens to we it. Set, we set the rules. Yep. Uh, and they have twelve hours to object. So by the time this comes out, it's already 12 hours But when and Lyle's time because he's like four days ahead of us. <laughs> uh, all right, Patreon. We got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Space Hockey Show. That is where you can give us some money to help with the show. Help us do things. Help us travel. Help us get more equipment. Help us get better video equipment. Help us get better audio equipment. All kinds of equipment. There you go. Patreon.com slash Space Hockey Show. One dollar will get you the video show and you help us help us out. Five dollar, you get to pick out. Uh, you get to pick out what we talk about for a segment, uh, and you get to vote. And it's great times. And then you also get some like audio from the past and from the like new shows, like the Face Off Hockey future. <laughs> from the future. Uh, and there we go. So it'd be like uh, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contribute. So can you? Patreon.com/slash/FaceOffHockey Show. Johnny, we got a dead heat. Oh no. A dead heat this week. So. Uh, I will give you option A or option B. Uh, let's go with A. A, all right. Well, good, because it runs with our suspensions. Department of Player Safety, baby. They are doing a great job so far. Like I said, um, a big headbutt by Rasmus Anderson, $5,000 fine, max allowable. Big headbutt given by, uh, by uh, uh, Busnevich, two games. So, as you can see, NHL on it. They are on it in a big, big way. Should we be surprised? No. One. I mean, that's already easy. But do do you think that, like, the the Busnevich thing, do you think that they were like, son of a bitch, not this guy again? Right. right, Fine, suspend him for two games. They're like, but Tom Wilson threw, no, two games. Get him out. Let's go. Let's go. I so. He is, uh, why he is, is it the beginning of every year turns into like the first like week of everything? There's like four suspensions, right? So Bujnevich is considered a repeat offender, probably, which is why he got the games uh, over. Oh, that's funny, Rasmus Anderson. Um, but yeah, very very hilarious. I think in all all this because yeah, we got we got a lot of. Let me, 
bring up the now i will say that i am happy that um that landis got um it was landis cog right or mckinnon no, I, was, landis. I was happy that landis got suspended yeah, because um i was watching that game on nhl network and kirby doc has the puck and kind of like loses an edge a little bit and goes down on one knee and still kind of throws the puck into the zone. And Landis Cog gets lower so that he can hit a guy that's on one knee and three feet from the boards. And I was like, that's just dumb. Yeah. Like you could have stopped yourself, first of all. And second of all, you literally changed the way that you were going to hit him so that you could hit him. Right. Like, like you should be suspended for that. So we've had over the last week, we've had a great amount of fines. Um, so let's see here. But the episode Gladness Cog was uh, suspended too. Then Larkin was suspended one. Anderson was fine max allowable. Uh, Radic, uh, Radic Foxa was, uh, suspended or was fined max allowable for, uh, slashing. Then, uh, Butchnevich with the, uh, two games. And then today, Joey Thornton was signed uh, the max allowable for a slash which is $1,875. So, you know, good uh, good work there. Did we, rem- did we find out, is max allowable, like, a percentage of what the yeah, person makes? It's, yeah, it's per- percentage of salary. Yeah, that's what I thought. Which is why the Joe Thornton one, because he's not making that big of money for the Florida Panthers. Which is also really funny why you can get into, like, cents. Right, yeah. I always love it when they're like, this guy was fined $1,837.18, the max allowable under the CBA. <laughs> we had to take this into effect. Where's the Penguins? Oh, yeah, Friedman. Uh, yeah, the Mark Friedman before the season got fined for uh, for spearing uh, $1,812.50. <laughs> max allowable under the collective bargaining agreement. <laughs> I wonder if uh, they should have like a spreadsheet that, oh, God, Cap Friendly should give us uh, what the max allowable is for everything that a person can do. Uh, that way we know. That would be that would be a good resource, actually. So, you know, going into it, what they're you're, you're, and you can put bets on it. Yeah. Like if it's worth it. Right. You're like, oh, well, you know what? I mean, this spear is only going to cost me three thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. So. Right. For nine percentage of the cost. Uh, hi, Mark. Pop dog. What you got popping, dog? Today it's a Imperial Owaksa, Owaksaka, Owaksaka Chaka. The hell did you it just call it? 10% Mexican hot chocolate. Well, Mexican chocolate stout. It's, it's hot, hot chocolate. Says, hot it's hot. It's hot because it's slightly spicy. I think Ooh. I read this to you guys last year. Maybe last year, Mark. We barely, oh, uh, yeah. I know they, they, it's don't worry, they they just brewed it again. It's Oaxaca, Oaxaca Chaka is our Imperial Mexican Oaxaca. chocolate stout brewed with Oaxaca Chaka, Oaxaca Chaka. Yeah, it's it's brewed though, it's brewed with chili peppers. Which ones? I never want to <laughs> <laughs> And locally roasted, ate lo- lo- 
Local H roasted cacao nibs. <laughs> Just don't get it. It keeps it going. <laughs> right. Jimmy's chicken check. No, I was just finishing up by saying Jimmy's chicken. Right. Um, uh, they they play play that like in bars up here. They or no, they play high. It's because that's a high energy bar song. Apparently, I didn't think Jimmy's Chicken Shack made it outside of the DMV. Yeah, I didn't so either. They had their videos on MTV, apparently. So congratulations. No, because they were they were hot for a hot second on TRL. They got on TRL, and kids were going wild over it. TRL. Yeah, Carson Daly. It was a great fucking time, everybody. That was yeah. before he was on The Voice. Right? It was before he did his own late-night show. I mean, what was what was the best old-school MTV show before they went off the rails? I mean, it wasn't TRL. We can all agree on that. What Was it Road Rules? Was it... Uh, real world, the original real world, not the not not when they started getting crazy, or was, was it like singled out? What what what's what do you think? What was the game show that they had? Remote Control. Yes, I love that game. Remote Control was fun. Remote I was a big real world guy up until yeah. I think Hawaii, or when they made him start doing getting jobs. <laughs> like, you have to earn your keep around here. Yeah, like this is bullshit. Listen, uh, Kurt Loader, we're going to put you on TV. <laughs> you can't just live here for free. I'm, t- I'm tired of this real world stuff. Yeah. Um, I think we, John and I used to watch Road Rules a lot. Yeah. Because I remember so the, the, the... Road the, Rules the, came yeah. out right around the same time where um, Kat was on Channel One. Because she made the transition oh, from Channel God. One to uh, to Road Rules. Short, oh, like yeah. She was like Road Rules like one or two, I think. Yeah. And uh, every day going into Mr. Harris's uh, um, uh, was the first class of the day. The first period. <laughs> no, it wasn't first period. Homeroom. Homeroom. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Every day for homeroom, you had to sit there and listen to her because she was on Channel One, and he wanted us to listen to her, I guess. But then she transitioned Channel One into uh, into Road Rules fame, and I mean, just skyrocketed from there. So. Yeah, I wonder what she's up to. I would About have five, to, There it is. Uh, <laughs> I would have to say that real world kind of fostered more famous people. Because you had the Miz. Who was one yeah, of yeah. You had uh, you had Eric Nice, who who did the workout videos for nice. MTV. You have Heather B, who now does her own uh, radio slot on XM. So and then yeah, I mean I think I think real world and road wolves. What do they turn out? The Channel One girl. The Channel One. Girl. So so Serena Altschul apparently. Oh. Serena Altschul was on Channel One. I'm look, going through the Channel One roster right now. <laughs> From Anderson year. Cooper started out on 90s. Channel One. Anderson Cooper, yeah. How about are there that? Tears? Uh, yeah, no. Tears? This this list that I'm looking at does not have years. Uh. Maria Menounos was on it when we were there. Maria Menounos was on there. I mean, I bet oh, yeah. if I went to I the her. Channel One at IMDb, I bet Channel. I wonder if there's different <laughs> seasons of Channel One News. That'd be great. That we could go through. Love it. Uh, Shelby Fix. Don't uh, know that one. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to go through. I don't. It doesn't look like there's anyone named Cat here. Catherine? Oh wait, so there were okay. <laughs> there's, <Yeah>. only, <laughs> there's only three. There's only f- six seasons. It goes 1992, 1997, 
2000, 2005, 2007, 2008. So let's go to 1997 for John. Wait, sure. wait, let's go to. I would have been in college. So yeah, how does that work? <laughs> there, there definitely were more for John. That doesn't make any. All right, this doesn't make any sense. Okay, yeah. this IMDb page is lacking. By the way, are you thinking Kit Hoover and not Cat Hoover? Oh, maybe it was Kit. It was Kit. Yeah, I you're think right. it was Kit. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> the talking car. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. She's uh she she co-hosted Access Hollywood in 2010. Yeah, that makes more sense. You're and right. Now she is the host of the flagship program Access Hollywood. How Ooh. about that? She's not on this list. Good job, Wikipedia. She was definitely. Unless she on had a different name. Did you just say Wikipedia? Wikipedia. <laughs> Chris Osborne. Oh, yeah. Up. That's okay. Whatever. We've gone down this path far enough, I think. <laughs> Far enough. We've uh, we've we've milked this cow. Um, Mark, what do you think about max allowable uh, versus uh, suspensions? Go. Um, you mean like an agreement in the CBA that says you can't do the, if this happens, you well, can't guess, spend them more than X or Y, or find them more than X or Y? Well, I guess I guess when you look at two different headbutting situations, why? One uh, was suspended only because he was a repeat offender, and the other guy who had a more blatant headbutt uh, did not get suspended and got fined to the maximum allowable. Look, this is exactly why people have trouble with DOPS because of shit like this. So I get the repeat offender thing, but the repeat offender thing should be a multiplier on a existing sentence. Right. It should not define the sentence. So if the like if strike one, for instance, is going to be a fine. Right. Uh For the severity of whatever happened, you know, if you have to take into account whether or not the other player is going to miss games or whatever. Right. Sometimes that has to come into account. This should be more like a formula. And I'm not only saying that because, you know, I'm a math guy, but it should really be. Here's the formula that we're going to use for every single one of these things, right? That makes severity. way too much sense. <clears throat> and then they can they have that at least a, a leg to stand on when they go back and say, "Look, this is exactly how we figured out their fine and suspension." You know, okay. if it's a repeat offender, then you put like a multiply it by one point two the first time and one point four the second time, and you start getting more games and you start getting more money, and it's a predefined formula. You can't yeah, just is, pull a name out of a hat or, or a Excel. number out of a hat. Yeah. yeah. You just type into different cells. The highlighted cells are the only ones you type into. And at the bottom, boom. Yeah, it spits out a fine and a number of games. But in salary. Well, actually, like if, it's just, the, if it's the first time it's happened, then, okay, I'm fine with, you know, that number, that, that highlighted cell for suspended games being zero. Right? Multiply uh-huh. it by zero. That's fine. First time, unless it's really bad, egregious, right? Second time, okay, it's not zero anymore, so you're going to probably get some games. But at least if you have it well established ahead of time. See, I I don't agree with a maximum allowable Mm -hmm. because there are going to be situations that fall outside the boundaries of, you know, you you always get those Todd Bertuzzi situations where oops upside the head, Mm -hmm. except it wasn't oops, right? Blatant. So yeah. that's going to need to be taken outside of the standard protocol. Outside the parking, you know, 90, 90 to 95% of these situations that go to the player safety department 
are are things that happen during the course of a game where somebody just either left their feet or got an elbow up or you know in the heat of the moment they threw a punch and the other guy wasn't ready i mean yeah that's all stuff that you should be suspended for but it's not premeditated 95% of the time agree but in a case like Todd Bertuzzi then yeah he needs his own separate is there an Excel spreadsheet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are there? So. Has there ever been a time within the past like five to ten years where a person has been suspended and it wasn't the max allowable? I mean, uh, 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 fined and it wasn't the max allowable. Like, I'd love to find that one time where somebody was like, "Yeah, cross check, he got fined three thousand dollars." They're like, "Wait, that's not the max allowable." The hell! It wasn't that bad. Um, you know, wasn't that it was wasn't max allowable bad. I mean, come on. Walk I feel out. like every time somebody gets fined, though, it's like that's the max allowable by, per the CBA. <laughs> I can't wait until somebody named Max Allowable is on the Department of Player Safety. See, I made that Max joke. Allowable. What do you think? <laughs> this week it was great. <laughs> Just like Max Allowable is probably in FIFA 21. <laughs> Max Allowable is like $3,000. Awesome. See, that's the Max Allowable. He has his own show. You see here? You see here? Listen, look at that cross check. That cross check's nothing big. That's that's for Max Allowable to figure out. $5,000. Go. <laughs> that's why Max Allowable seems different every time because yeah. he just makes up a number. It's kind of like, like deal or no deal. That's $1,812.50. Go! <laughs> oh, yes. Thanks for the pay window. <laughs> anyway. Um, we'll have our other Patreon pick later with Lyle. Uh, Ilya Kovachuk, named uh, the general manager of The Rock. Throw it up. As uh, the Russian Olympic competitors name their gm but did it didn't that change the next day or no did it <laughs> so when there was one day where they put out like a a, a picture right and it was like it was like Ilya Kovaltuk, the gm of the russian olympic uh, uh team and then the next day Leahy tweeted something out that was like kovalchuk's been demoted and apparently like another tweet came out and said that uh Ilya Kovalchuk was like the liaison to the NHL or something like that. <laughs> I'll see if I can find it. Please do. I mean, Leahy only, uh, Leahy only does so many tweets. Right. Sean Leahy, all about that Ilya Kovalchuk tweets. In a Still. Yeah, even to this day. Uh, I mean, I guess this kind of makes sense, right? Oh, yeah. I found it already. Take that. No. What do you say? For Kovalchuk yeah. to just... It says uh, the team himself. So Russia Hockey sent out a tweet like literally the next day. Um, he uh, and and it says the head coach is Alexei Zamnov. The assistants are uh, Sergei Fedorov, Sergei Gonchar, Alexa Kuvisov. Mm-hmm. Goalkeeping coach is Evgeny Nabokov. Manager for NHL relations is Ilya Kovalchuk. And the head coach advisors. Valerie oh, Kaminsky and Igor yeah. Yasman. Yasmantovich. I'm sorry, what? Yasmantovich. Mm. Yeah, so he's been downgraded. He's well, not the GM. He's just a 
He's a um, he's a scout. He's a manager for NHL relations. He's an NHL scout. Hmm. All right then. Well, good for him. Whatever he does. Whatever. Whatever he's doing. He as long out. as there's a couch. As long as there's a couch, he's good to go. Hey, Alex Ovechkin scored uh, twice on uh, the uh, opening night there, and he's now fifth all time in goals scored True in story. the National Hockey League. You, it was inevitable, yes. by the way, that Ovechkin was going to score at least one um, because I was unable to get him into my lineup oh, on, yeah. on the first night because I had to drop somebody because I had I, he, there was some question as to whether he was going to play, so I had him on my IR+. plus. Of course. Mm, that's why. Get and then I tried to drop somebody, so I, I, I dropped P.K. Subban to try and bring him back into the active roster, and apparently that's something you need to do the day before. So Yeah. yeah. So IR Plus gets blacked out in the region sometimes, apparently. That's what we learned yeah. earlier. It's kind of like ESPN Plus. Sports <laughs> bars have IR Plus. Yeah, so. NBCSN Plus. Yeah. yeah, all the pl- Masson Plus. Masson 2, I guess, is Masson Plus. He's got goals in each of his three games. So. Mm-hmm. He's on a, a, a well, touring trade request on for pace it. for over 82 goals this season. I didn't, actually. I'm surprised that I, I was expecting a trade offer for Ovechkin because he was on my bench. Uh, I was expecting Ken's worst two players for Ovechkin. <laughs> I was I was actually waiting for you to send something saying that hey he saw that the uh, Ovi was injured so he's going to try to get you for uh, a draft pick next year. Yeah, like do the fucking season. Uh, and uh, you know Drew Doughty. Right. So, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, he's like, so I see you have PK Subban. I'm going to trade you Malcolm Subban so you have the set. So you have the pair. Yeah, like Monopoly. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you could build. Then you could build houses. Yeah. That's why I got both uses. <laughs> television. I can't say that. What did I just get slimed? I can't say that on television. Yeah. What are you doing? You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> can't say that. Oh, he had the. <laughs> I didn't say anything about that. It's Monopoly. It's just, you know, you got the. It's like the Sedine twins. They're a package deal. Okay. So it's a railroad situation. <laughs> Nobody you said have, anything you about. You two Jones now. Yeah, you got your two you Jones. Jones too. Yeah, the Joneses are on the same team too. Okay. Again, we. It's true. Can't. Hey, I said I have both Hughes on my fantasy team. Which was a bad week. I told. I already said that earlier. Bad week to have both use on my team. Both of them got hurt this week. You got to get the third then. I don't think he's available. He's uh, he, uh he's gone. It's in Michigan. I think he went back. Are the are there two stalls still in the? There's three stalls still in the league, right? Or is Eric gone? Uh, Jordan might be gone. Jordan's, Jordan's in Carolina. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if Eric Stahl's still playing. He was in uh, Montreal the end of last year, but then did he oh, then to pick him back? Free agent so far. He's there you no- go. Mm. He'll wind up somewhere. Triple Gold Club member. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a, it yeah, sounds like a, a airline a, status. Yeah, right. Or, or, or like a gentleman's club. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Jordan Stahl and Mark Stahl still playing. Mark with Detroit, Jordan uh, with Carolina. See, you can get the Stahls. There you go. I Call feel it. like we could put together a monopoly board of brothers that played <laughs> in the NHL. Well, definitely brothers that played in the NHL. Sure. At the same time on the same team. Different. Yes. Stuff. At the same yeah, time, same different. 
that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That would be did tough. Valerie and Pavel both play in Florida at the same time? Or did they did they not were they not there at the same Ooh, time? That's a good question. I think they might have been ships in the night. Um just Ooh. missed each other. One got <laughs> traded for the other. <laughs> uh, uh let's see. Beret played two thousand Ooh, might have been close. Might have been close. If they show the roster, of course they don't show the fucking roster. Go to hell. Uh, yeah. So who are you on? I'm on Valerie. Are you on Pavel? I'm just looking. I'm just looking up the. the Valerie was from 01 to 03. And, Bur- and a little and a stint in from 03 to 04. So Burry was the captain. So yeah, they did play together. There you go. Ooh, look at that. put them on the board. There yeah. You and then of course the Niedermeyers, <laughs> Scott and Rob, and Andrew. yeah. If, they, if there were ever four brothers on the same team, which I don't think there were, they could be the railroads. But yeah. I feel like I feel like the uh, park place at Boardwalk should be Peter Sikora's, just from different teams. <laughs> just name adjacent. <laughs> no, I think that they're, I think they're either Chance or Community Chest. We, we call one. Oh, of that's true. That would that would work. You're right. Yeah, that would definitely work. Uh, don't think the Hatchers ever played together. Um, Sutter's at some point had to have played. The two twins played together, Rich and Ron. Uh, they played for the Blues together. The Millers, I think, Kip and Kelly played together. There you go. Yeah. Kip, Kelly, and Kevin. I don't know if all three to play together at the same time. <laughs> uh, like the- This is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of all brothers now. Uh, Dennis and Bobby Hall played together. Back in the day, back in the, the Richards, of course, Henri and Maurice. I think they played yeah. together. I don't think the uh, the Acoin brothers ever played together, did they? Uh, or are they not related? I don't think they're related. No, Adrian Acoin and Keith Acoin. <laughs> don't think. <laughs> don't uh, don't think. Dang. Uh, both Nicholas Backstroms. <laughs> yes. Yes. Both Nicholas Backstroms did uh, did did not play together, but they were brothers. Yeah, no, you one yeah, Adrian Adrian's from was born in Ottawa and uh, uh Keith was born in Walton, Massachusetts. Uh, so just mm. that that far away. It's a good like two states. Yeah, come on. Family relocated, what can you say? All right. Well, I think we I think we have a good good building blocks here. I think we do. We do. This could be like a Kickstarter. Yeah. What? Mm. You mean a Patreon? We can talk about brothers and Patreon. No, I was just saying that you could actually make it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. John and I once played on a team together. We did, actually. They could be on the board. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of ESPN Plus, the PHF is going to be on ESPN Plus. Oh right. Does it have ramps? Because if not, I don't want it. Nope. It's the women's hockey league. Oh. I mean, they can still have ramps. Question still stands, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ice hockey. Uh, so they will be on ESPN Plus saying goodbye to Twitch. I think a good step up. ESPN now. I like that. Plus has the NHL, the PHF, the NCAA, possible select AHL. The Russian games, they have the KHL on ESPN Plus as well. Wow. So all kinds of good stuff on ESPN Plus. Hey, question that was posed to us that I'll pose to you. Derek Broussard, is he going to overtake Mike Sillinger in the guy who plays with the most teams? Hmm. 
Oh. I, I don't think so, because I don't know how many years Derek Broussard has left, and I don't know how close he is to Mike Sillinger. I'm going to guess that he's at least three teams away from Sillinger, and I doubt I doubt that he's going to make it there. But that is a good – I mean, he's got to be up there for I mean, the amount nice of teams research. he's played on. Yeah, so I, I think I think so. <clears throat> trying to look at the, of course, my Google Mail. Isn't uh, isn't Mike Sillinger's son playing in the National Hockey League right now? So no, Mike Sillinger's son got drafted, Cole, and all three of his son played for Bemidji State. So, but I thought Cole played in the NHL this week. I don't know. Like I think he played an NHL game this past week. I think he scored. Yep, no, you're this right. is why I watch the NHL Network. Good work. You did it. No, you're right. He played 12th overall. So there's other two sons play for Bemidji. So well, that, that, I mean, he might be going back to Bemidji. I think he's the well, youngest. No, he, of yeah, the... he signed. A, he's a pro player. Oh, he signed a contract. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Couldn't you like send or no, you can only send somebody back to junior after nine games. Yeah. So you can't go back to the NCAA if you play in no, the NHL at all. Because by that point, you've signed a contract. Gotcha. So. And yeah, I guess he can. Isn't he the youngest one of the three as well? I want to say yes. Yeah, because he was he was uh, uh, drafted this year, and Owen and Lucas are playing in Bemidji. That's awesome. So got that going for him. So Derek, I'm trying to find. God damn it, any channel. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I, I fucking I whiffed on it. Any anywho, because the any they they had a thing where Derek Broussard has now scored with nine different teams. Whew. Um. So, oh, the morning skate. Did the, is this the morning skate? Nope, that's that's from yesterday. I get all these random fucking emails from the NHL. Catch tonight's game exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> all right, Derek Broussard has, uh, is one of the top players now who has scored with different nine or more franchises. Wow. Wow, he's up to nine. I wouldn't have said nine. Holy smokes. Uh Sillinger is the leader at twelve. Yeah, yeah there you go. I was three. So you were right. And nailed it. Matthew Schneider at ten, Lee Stempniak at ten, and then Derek Broussard tied with Yager, Grant uh Ledyard, Michael Petit, Jim Dow, Dean McCammon, Ole Jokin, and Dominic Moore. Uh, Dominic Moore played on that many teams. Holy crap. Ole Jokinen got around like <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Broussard has scored with the Blue Jackets, Rangers, Senators, Penguins, Panthers, Avalanche, Islanders, Arizona, and uh, now Philadelphia. I mean, I feel like your assessment's right, Mark, that, like, he, he probably doesn't have enough left in his career to catch that, but. He is 34. He does switch teams every year right now, though. He can, switch, he can get traded at the deadline. Yeah, what's his contract at? Uh, his contract Nothing. probably uh, if, if he gets traded at the deadline and then he's a free agent again next year, he's got a one year deal. Yeah, there you go. Maybe it is possible. Mm-hmm. Just keep signing those one year deals, make so your way play, west, young man. He can play on three teams by the end of next season. He can he be can. on the Kraken next year. He can, he can play on three teams by the next end of the next calendar year. Oh, yeah, he can play oh. on four teams by the end of next season. I mean, I was just looking at uh. True, I was just looking at trade deadlines. He can break this record by the end of calendar year 2022. Do you think this is a record that players would like to break? I think it's a record that goes unspoken and something that we really need to bring up more into the lexicon because I think that this is a this is a record that when you look at everything that's been gone on, Gretzky couldn't do this. No. Right. Mm-mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ovechkin, Crosby, they're not going to do this. No. Correct. Yeah. So this yeah. record sits, as this record sits right here, it is probably the most, what people thought to be the most unbreakable record in the NHL. That's true. And now we have somebody on the cusp, and it's not getting spoken about. Lyle, what do you think about this record? I'm just jumping right in here. So, um, I, do you think I, he's going to be able to break it, Lyle? I, I, somebody's. Well, you know, listen, records are so easy to break because they're made of vinyl, and you just hit <laughs> them. I was wow, going to ask you if Matthew next- Snyder ever played with his brother Rob. What's that? <laughs> I don't you think can so. Do it. Make copies. Um, yeah. So my assessment <laughs> is listen. He could be on three different teams by the end of next calendar year and tie this record. Well, no, he had to be on. No, he'd have to. He'd get the trade at the deadline. Yeah. Then sign another somebody new. And that will get him to 11. Oh, you're talking about somebody trying to break uh, Mike Sillinger's record. We're talking about Derek Broussard and how he could be the new Mike Sillinger. (laughs) And I think it's going under under appreciated. Underappreciated. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a listen. You're, you know, it's it, it's a testament that uh, to 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 his playing ability that uh, teams still want him, <laughs> but not too much of a testament, or else they'd keep him. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, <laughs> he's in that sweet spot. Think about it, Mark. It has to be because you know, once you've bounced around, usually in this league, if you if you made it up to like six teams, right? You know, by that point, people are like, yeah, okay, this guy isn't going to be able to fill the roles anymore. Yeah. His playing career is done. Yeah. Okay, he's done. He's you not, he's not wife to... long-term material anymore after yeah. six. Yeah, you start getting up to eight, nine, <laughs> ten teams. Man, yeah, that body count's high. You've got staying power. You, you, you've you got some magical gift, some way to, to, to cloud the Maybe minds of general managers and coaches to make <laughs> them believe that you still have something in your arsenal that would make you a good fit on this team, even mm-hmm. though your best years are well behind you. Man, that's a testament to your playing abilities. I don't give a shit who you are. Is I he mean, the J-Lo of the NHL? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, she's only on five or six, but... <laughs> She's getting there. Getting there. So over the last four seasons, how mm. many teams do you think he's played with? Since 2017-18, off the top of your head, how many Ooh. teams do you think he's played with? Four. Mark? Wait, who? Eric Prasad. <laughs> we just talked about this. Why are you asking me? I know no, how many teams he's played for. No, he's asked in the last four years. Oh, four years. After yeah. a lot oh. of the- so, I guess going into five seasons. So, since 2017-18, okay. how many teams do you think he's played? For? Six teams. Six. Johnny? Yeah. Oh, wow. If that's well, not it, I was going to go six. Go with five, I guess, I guess i go with five. Eight. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Ottawa, Pittsburgh, Florida, Colorado, New York Islanders, Arizona. Oh, sorry, seven. And then the Flyers. And so, he sco- these are just teams uh, he scored for, too. Well, I'm just kidding. Yeah, and yeah. the, I mean, the incredible part of this is that, like, we missed essentially an entire season in the last four years, too, when you yeah. combine the end of it. He played with three teams in 2018-19 alone. <laughs> that is amazing. It's, 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 it's really incredible. Nice to be loved. Wouldn't right? it be awesome yeah. if he, like, I mean, I know that the ne- never getting hurt is a thing that doesn't occur in the NHL, but it would be great if there was a person at some point in the NHL that averaged more than 82 games a season. Right. <laughs> that has happened, I believe. 
like it's a, happened that somebody has in one year, right? Well, so, yeah. yeah, in one season where like the the you know he gets traded from one team that's already like say you know is up to a certain number of games to a team that's like two games that has a couple of games in hand, right? And then they actually like play eighty three games instead of eighty two. Like that's happened before. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, a guy that played like 82 games for like four years straight and then got traded like three times the next trade deadlines and played like 85 games for like three <laughs> years. And he like when you put it all together. It's like, oh, he, he averaged 82 and a half games every year. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so there we go. Derek, Derek Broussard is going to be the new next cylinder. God, can I can't wait until uh, until the people that wear his jerseys have to buy an entire row. I just think about how, if like he's yeah. tied with Yager now, think about the traveling Broussards. Like that wow. was... Yeah. They, that's the final frontier. <laughs> oh man. I, if, he, if he actually breaks the record and he plays for 12 teams, do you think they'll have like Mike Sillinger on the jumbotron? <laughs> say, you know, hey, Derek, listen, but, here's the thing. To, yeah. They, they have to have him at a, at an airport. Yes. <laughs> and he has to go, I carried this suitcase with me to 11 different teams, and now I'm honored to hand this suitcase to you. <laughs> you take this trash. Suitcase Broussard, they'll call you. I was actually trying to think of the best way to, to broach that exact thing. I figured Mike Sillinger was going to have to travel with him from city to city <laughs> until he scored a goal. Cause it's all about him scoring a goal on each team, right? It's not about him suiting up for the teams. Mm -hmm. I thought it would be fitting for him to have to travel with the team. <laughs> not even travel fun. with the team. It's just travel with, uh, travel with, uh, travel with Broussard. <laughs> God only knows what team will be with next. You gotta wonder it's, at the it, end. It's the hockey's version of where's Waldo. Where's Broussard? <laughs> it's amazing though. Where's Derek? Mm. <laughs> Tell me. Uh, all right. So, um, Lyle, big news coming out of Buffalo. They're three and zero. First off, they're winning in spite of themselves. <laughs> Take that, Jack. They're being just good enough that by the time they hit midseason and they start crapping out, they'll be in a uh, weird position for drafting. Mm. Then zero and twenty-one. Not this year, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, then you look at uh, the story coming out from Elliot Friedman that the Sabres do not intend to retain any salary of Jack Eichel if he is traded. That makes him a little bit less desirable for some teams. Uh, <laughs> Why so would they so have? That they're tearing people's groins from the inside. I don't get it. I understand that's kind of weird how just groin injuries happen like that. When Roman else get are, and next thing you know, Jack Eichel's a Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, <laughs> but we yeah. had to, you didn't think that they were going to, like, did anybody really think they were going to attain a lot of salary for him in, in it, the next five years? Terry Pagula wants that entire contract off his books, period, full stop. He doesn't want he does not want to carry five seasons of any portion of dead cap space there. He absolutely like if 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 there was like two years left on his contract. Yeah, you could probably do it. But even then. You know, people saying, oh, well, if they retain 40 to 50 percent, are you out of your fucking mind? They're not going to do that. I mean, come on, man. You, you'd be lucky even if there was two years left on his contract. You'd be lucky if you could convince them to pick up maybe 1.85 mil per season. They're not picking up half the freight on that. 
Yeah. There's just no way. There was well, never any they? way. Pardon me? Why would they? You like you yeah. don't you don't pay somebody to take Jack Eichel. Oh, but it's well, it's to facilitate the trade, Johnny. That was the way this whole story got started. And some people just it, it it started off just idle speculation about well, what would it take to be able to 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 get this Jack Eichel trade moving? Because this was back around, you know, mid-August when everybody was bored because nothing was happening. And it was okay, well, just some idle, just idle chatter among pundits saying, well, they might have to pick up some of the salary. Maybe that might make it happen. And then people just seized on this as if it was like, oh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's going to happen. And listen, before Elliot Friedman reported, Larry Brooks, our old pal, Larry, two finger Larry, but Larry knows his shit. And he he was the one two weeks before Friedman came out with this saying there's no way Terry Pegula is going to pick up the freight. No way. If you want Jack Eichel, you're taking full salary. And there are teams that will take his full salary. But they want to, you know, but if he was fully healthy, we wouldn't be having this discussion right now, you know. But if he was fully healthy, he wouldn't be getting shot by the uh, the Buffalo Sabres and he wouldn't want to be traded. So, yeah. Well, he might still want to be traded. (laughs) I might. I would have given it one more year. Another like another, <laughs> another lost season, and yeah, I'd be like, get me out of here. But yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that this this yeah this this three and zero. I mean, I I think say listen, Sabres fans, they're they're not fools. They they know this isn't this isn't going to last. You know, this is just a temporary thing, and uh, soon they're 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 going to start to suck. I mean, Craig Anderson, God bless him. Bless his bless his heart, man. I mean, you know how many how many fifty five year old goaltenders can go out there and play that well and maintain that, right? I mean, it's just yeah. impossible. You know, once you hit sixty two, you just don't have that flexibility to last a full season. So for a seventy year old goaltender like Craig Anderson, doing great. God bless him. Absolutely, yeah. bless bless his heart. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, he should activate Chris Elias. He, he he's waking up for the next day by the time game time starts. So that's the weird part about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, taking those those two o'clock sleeps. And he, he gets he 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 does what the Undertaker had to do to to get ready for his matches. He gets that cryogenic stuff going. You know, mm-hmm. they put him in the deep freeze there for a while. I thought yeah. he died. <laughs> but um, yeah, and uh, interesting those little segue you made there about uh, yeah about uh, tearing groins and he ends up with Tampa Bay. <laughs> I mean, right away the conspiracy theorists are right on the case with that. As soon as they saw. Kucherov going on LTIR. It's like put your tinfoil hats back on, boys. We got another. We got another thing. of Kucherov's going to sit the season out and come back for the playoffs again. And it's just like, uh, no, no, no. This is this is bad. Like, well, the hip surgery was bad enough, you know. But this 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 is this is bad. Um, now he's not going to be out the whole season, but. Uh, there might need to be some surgery done, and he could miss he could miss some significant time. So, you know, but this this is not something the Lightning wanted at all. You know, and they didn't want it last season either. To be you know, to be perfectly frank, yeah, it gave them it it had the nice unintended consequence of giving them the cap relief they needed. You know, to be cap compliant. But going into this, this they, they didn't want that to happen. He's he's their best forward. He's one of the best forwards in the NHL. The only reason why it worked in their advantage last year is because their team had so much depth that they could go the whole season without him. 
But that's the only reason why they finished where they did in the standings. They didn't finish at the top of the, the they were like, I think, third in their division, you know, behind Florida and Carolina last season. If they'd had a healthy Kucherov in there, they would have been tops. No question, you know. And now you're looking at what, maybe two, three, possibly four months without him in the lineup. You know, that's 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 not a situation they wanted. So, yeah, I don't think that's a situation anybody wants for a guy. No, you don't want your best forward to be on the shelf for you, no matter how deep your team is, especially on what looked like a a nothing play. Yeah, this is why I think. Yeah, this is why I think that's tied in, though, to the hip surgery, because the hip surgery was a result of him playing through a groin injury during the 2020 playoffs. Right. He played through it rather than red because, of course, it was the playoffs and he wasn't going to miss the, you know, miss that. And think about it. He played through a groin injury throughout that playoff and was the leading scorer in the postseason in the 2020 playoffs. He misses all the last season, right, recovering from the hip surgery that was tied into that. And he was the playoffs leading scorer again. You know, that's you know, that just shows how tough this guy is and how talented he is as well. So now, you know, he gets this would seem like it's an innocuous, uh, you know, a serious injury at a seemingly innocuous play. It's like, yeah, you know, this is this could be much more of a lingering injury here for him. And it could be something that could adversely affect his career going forward. Mm-hmm. Yes. The non-contact injuries are the worst ones. Yeah, exactly. One where especially just... especially in a sport where like you're not i mean i guess you do plant and kind of move and skate but it's not like a like soccer a non-contact injury is always the worst because you planted and your knee blew out or you yeah. blew a groin or something like that right you don't really see that that often in hockey where somebody like doesn't get hit and then it's like yeah screwed that up Oh, that happens a lot more often, though, than you think, Johnny, like because because of the, you know, of, of just the act of, of skating and, and the constant shifting and the movements that you have to make groin injuries, those rarely are because of contact. That's usually you shifted one what you meant to go one way. You zig well, it happens say. a lot for goalies. The core muscle injuries, too. You're seeing yeah. those a lot more frequently now, too. And again, you sit down and goes, oh, geez, he didn't seem to be hurt that badly. Or, oh, that wasn't much of a hit. Or, oh, he pulled up lame. Something happened there. You know, like that's what that's what hampered uh, Kucherov's linemate Steve or teammate Steven Stamkos for two seasons. Core muscle injury. He had to have surgery for it. So they they happen a lot more frequently than, than we think. I mean, I, I to your point, I mean, yeah, most injuries tend to be collisions, hits, that sort of thing, obviously. But, yeah, the groin injuries and the, those core muscle ones, as you were saying, I mean, they tended to, you would think they'd be more towards uh, goaltenders. But goaltenders, it's more the hips because of that butterfly style that they're playing, that up and down. It's all in the hips. It's all it's in all the hips. In the, that's why I didn't play butterfly, to save yeah. my hips. Although yeah, it right. fucked my knee, so what are you gonna do? <laughs> but that's that's why Marty Brodeur had a long career and never had any hip problems. He didn't yeah. play the traditional butterfly yeah. style. And Dominic Hasek. And Hasek as well. He didn't have a style. He didn't yeah, have. Hasek had a slinky for a spine. So yes, he did. That's the difference. Yeah. According that's why his hips were good because he didn't have to. He didn't have to rely on the butterfly style. Yeah. Hasek's one of those goalies that would like <laughs> he'd play twenty years in the NHL doing what he did, and then he'd hurt himself walking down the steps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Still Wasn't Hashik the first one to dive headfirst out of the crease, like full speed ahead at somebody's oh God, legs? I think so, yeah. But, <laughs> Poor yeah. Mary Gabrick. But, but I don't think he was the first, but it was. Poor it, Mary. it just happens so infrequently because it's usually suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't all that great for him. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, oh, task manager. Thank you. Travis, Travis Hamannick finally put on LOA for personal reasons. Mm. Um, what's 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 the end game here with Vancouver and, and Hammond? Because it seems like it was not long for this uh, this hockey world. Uh I I don't know. Um, to be to be honest, nobody really does. Everybody, it's just this, the speculation is is that uh, I, we talked about this. I think about two weeks ago. <clears throat> excuse me. Was that he is is he has a, a young daughter who who was uh, had a I believe a respiratory uh, illness, uh, when she was an infant just a couple of years ago. And apparently he's, it's sort of tied into that. He's concerned about, uh, about that, but I don't know. He, he played last season when there was, you know, when vaccines were, were pretty rare, you know, uh, think earlier this year, I mean, there, you know, players weren't jumping ahead of the queue to get vaccinated. Um, but now you go into this season, everybody had to be vaccinated and all of a sudden, oh no, he's not playing. But apparently this was, this is not because he's anti-vax or anything like that. So we don't know the full story. Um, it's just something to do with his family and they're just going to be patient. They're still hoping that he might be able to come back and play this season. Uh, but if he can't, I don't know, maybe this leave of absence just stretches out for the rest of the season and. Maybe they try and plead their case to the league and see if they can't get, um, you know, some cap relief out of it. I'm not sure. Just citing extenuating circumstances because of this pandemic. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird because he had the he had the one year deal at the end of last year and then came back yeah. for another. So you knew it's you kind of knew what you're getting into when you mm. had and, and signed the the contract to stay there. So it's kind of odd that you're kind of backing up on it now. I don't know. Yeah. It's, a very bizarre situation. I understand, you know, the, the, I guess the reasoning behind it in terms of his his child and everything. But if you knew ahead of time, what what? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well, if you think though, too. I mean, last season he played in in the All Canadian Division. So mm-hmm. you know, at a time when vac when when uh, the pandemic rates were were cons- were considerably lower uh, than they are now, then there was no international travel or anything like that. So maybe. It might be tied to that concern that now with, you know, the Delta variants flying around, especially in Western Canada, a lot more than anywhere else in this country. And, of course, with certain parts of the United States with it being, you know, more prevalent than than elsewhere. I think maybe that's I think that's probably the reason behind his his concern. Um, But again, I'm just guessing. I have no idea what it is. I'm just going by what I've read and heard. And that's just speculation from pundits. So. We'll just have to wait and see how it plays out. Travel, ha- Travis Hominick, uh insider. Lyle Richardson joins us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all Travis all the time. I understand he ate cornflakes for breakfast this morning. I have that from a very reliable source. Mm. Yes. Mm. Interesting. Is it? Oh, you don't have a sample. Cornelius. <laughs> Was it Cornelius the cornflake? Bird. <laughs> uh, does Mark Bergevin deserve an extension, Lyle? Eric, it's not a case if he deserves. He's been offered one twice. 
Why is but, he not signing and saying, I hope I get an extension? Uh, no, he's, he's no, he's not saying I hope I get an extension. He's he's dancing around the issue very, very carefully. I don't know if it's because he wants more money or or maybe he wants more power. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You can't have Owen power. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what, what the deal is here. Um, there's again, a lot of speculation. I mean, some folks are suggesting maybe he's getting tired. Uh, he's, you know, he's been in the job. This is his 10th season in Montreal and that can, you know, after 10 seasons there in that hotbed with everybody second guessing everything you're doing. Uh, yeah, maybe you start getting a little tired and you want to get, you know, maybe you want to look at moving on who can say, but, uh, he's, he's had, um, um, conversations with Jeff Molson, the owner of the Habs, uh, earlier this year around January. And then in July after the playoffs, uh, he was tabled uh, a contract extension. But apparently negotiations didn't get very far beyond that. So I don't know what the deal is. Hopefully we'll learn more. But this has done a wonderful job of uh, providing some ex- some additional non-player fodder for the rumor mill because now it's just like hey he could he, you know he could don't be surprised again citing our buddy larry brooks don't be surprised if mark bergevin joins his buddy luke robitaille in los angeles at the end of this season to oh, uh montreal where it's like anytime they don't like what uh bergevin was doing oh well there's gonna put in a call for patrick waugh and i'm just like oh yeah that's exactly what who they need is patrick waugh oh boy but uh yeah, it's it's fun. The way that it was said that uh, he was tabled an offer, I just envisioned him flipping the table <laughs> and like walking out. Yeah, you call this a contract? As he hulks up, mind you, he's got pretty impressive guns, so he can pull off the Hulk move. Yeah, he says in a perfect world, I'd be a future Canadian GM, but I don't mm, in the perfect world. Well, as uh, Huey Lewis in the news went saying, "Hey, ain't no living in a perfect world." There ain't no perfect world anyway. Was that Huey Lewis or the news who said that? Uh, it was Huey. The news wrote it, but Huey said it. So oh, okay. That's why Huey Lewis and the news. Mm. See, I always thought it was just because he was a failed anchor and he wanted to actually have it. And it said, Huey Lewis and the news. And then <laughs> he said it was hip to be square. And people were just like, ah, this is the fucking 80s. Let's go. Yeah. Fucking all poked up, ready to go. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to uh, Charlie McAvoy and his contract extension. He's all fucking coked up, ready to go. <laughs> ready for this goddamn thing. Eight years, $76 million. Dick out on the table for this team. He's buying his dog a bone. Um, By coke out, he means uh, he's got all the Coca-Cola he wants for life. No, I meant cocaine. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now all up in this. Yeah, kind of. Uh, that's yeah. how your grandparents were able to walk uphill both ways. Yeah. He's, he sticks his face in the snow and lifts up and says, say hello to my little friend. And then he pulls out right. a little hand puppet and does little, you know, right. hey, I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> so we have ourselves a, uh, yep, an extension. will start next uh, two seasons from now. Nope, next, no, season. next season. I can't math. Next season. Uh, I don't know what year it is. I still think it's 2020. Uh, so he's got two years. No, uh, no modifier, and then no movement for the next four years. Mm-hmm. And two years modified, no trade. Yep. This one, you had to do it to him. Like, Nine point five and change per season. Yep, you had to do it to him. Like you had to make this your your offer for this right, uh, uh, the highly coveted right-handed shot defenseman that is going to your your cornerstone of the foundation. 
Well, well, yeah, and and big time cornerstone of their foundation. And I would add uh, a better all around defenseman than Kale McCarr, who got nine mil a season uh, mm-hmm. on a six year deal with the Avalanche. Um, and I consider uh, also uh, a better a better defenseman than uh, Darnell Nurse of the Edmonton Oilers, who got nine point five mil on, I believe, a mm-hmm. seven or eight year deal. Anyway, um, and meanwhile, Adam Fox. Your reigning Norris Trophy winner of the New York Rangers is sitting there going, thank you for setting that bar for me. Let's look at 10. Let's see. Can we go to 10? Can we go to 10? And right away, uh, when I threw threw that out there a couple of times on my site, I've had uh, some Rangers fans going, no way, he'll take a home game discount. It's like, oh, I love your little fantasy world where your best players take less money to stay on your favorite team. You guys are adorable. Oh, mwah. I love you kids so much. Is, is there really like a home down discount now for no. people that haven't been on a team well, for 13 years? <laughs> there are actually there 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 is such a thing. Sidney Crosby did it, but Sidney Crosby yeah. only did it because he's very years. superstitious. You know, he's <laughs> very superstitious. But the thing was, yeah, it, the average was 8.7 mil a season. But again, devil in the details. Look at the actual salary, not the annual cap hit. Yeah, the annual cap hit worked out to 8.7 mil. Look at his actual salary. He's pulling in 10, 11, 12 mil. Per oh, and that's not counting endorsements that he has outside. Exactly. Of exactly. You know what I just realized? You, you, you said 13 years, like, that was a really long time. I'm like, yeah, 13 years is a really long time. They, Crosby and Ovechkin have been playing now for 17 years. They're 16, going on 17 this seasons. Season. This is their 16th season going on 17 seasons. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I know. And the fact that there's still like top 15 or higher players in the league. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but no, Adam Fox. Yeah. But McAvoy's contract, that, that just sets the bar for, for Adam Fox. If he wants 10 mil, he will get 10 mil. For, and, the, and the Rangers will happily pay it, you know, because mm. he's got a Norse trophy go sitting there on his table going right here. Why should I accept less? Now, he could surprise us if he actually did decide, well, guys, I'm going to help you out a little bit. I'll leave a little bit of money on the table. There's no way in hell it's going to be less than nine. <laughs> I'll only take 9.75. 8.999. <laughs> yeah, that's as low as he goes. Uh, no, he's going to get paid, and he's going to get paid a lot. You know. Career earnings for Sidney Crosby, $129 million. Uh, is that seven, the most? Well, that's a good question. Wow. <laughs> I do not know. I want to say probably not. Just because Ovechkin's deal was worth more money. I thought Ovechkin's was like 134. Well, Ovechkin's at 127. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it wasn't too far behind. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> and you know, and well, Sid's, and the thing is, Sid's current contract is a couple more years to go, I believe. He's to yeah, he's got the. Three more years after this. Three more years on this one, yeah. And you know when that's done, yeah, he'll sign one more to finish his career with the peng- Penguins, and and uh, you know, I doubt it'll be another five years though. He's he's a year younger than uh, than Ovi, so I think. Oh yeah. I think this deal that with that when this deal ends, he's going to be what is he's thirty four now. Be thirty. He'll be thirty eight going into his year thirty eight year. Yeah, so it might only just be a two-year deal, bring him up to 40, and then it's off into the sunset you go. But, right, yeah. Yeah, that might be a conversation for, like, next summer or something. If uh, if we 
if we see people that are going to be on teams their entire careers anymore, because I feel like that might be something that's starting to like wean its way out. I think I think you're going to have that person who is the the exception and not the rule. Yeah. But I think we saw I think we had this discussion, too, in the early 2000s when free agency yeah. was a big prevalent. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, and the sound when the salary cap came around, really for yeah. sure. It's like, ah, people are going to yeah. have to move because you're not yeah. going to have enough money with the team you're at. But yeah. then you get guys like you said, yeah. Then you get guys like like Crosby and and Ovechkin who are obviously going to stay with the same team for the rest of their careers. Uh, but then you look at guys like Connor McDavid, and you go, will they? Yeah, you know? because. <laughs> Because let's be honest, let's be honest, you know, the reason Ovechkin and Crosby stayed with their teams was because they were competitive throughout yeah. their careers. Uh-huh. And let's be, you've got to be totally honest. And listen, I'm sure that, yeah, Ovi loves Washington, loves the area, just the same as Crosby loves Pittsburgh and all that happy stuff. Yes, I'm sure they do. But at the end of the day, it's not enough you get paid. It's, you know, you're talking legacy. What's your legacy? And if that legacy doesn't contain a Stanley Cup, you're going to go chase it. And if Connor McDavid, when the time of his contract expires, what is it, in four or five years' time, if he doesn't have a Stanley Cup with Edmonton, and if they're not close to getting a Stanley Cup, does anybody really think he's going to take an eight-year deal or seven-year deal and stay with the Oilers? Well, I mean, you're talking about two different trajectories there, right? You talk Crosby and Ovechkin. Crosby had his first cup within two or three years, right, of of – being yep. a, a Pittsburgh Penguin, mm-hmm. Ovechkin, it took 13 years, 12 yeah, to 13 but, years. But remember, though, that the Capitals were competitive throughout. I think they just had one season where they didn't make the playoffs. Right. right. Once, once uh, I think from what, 2018 on, or 2018, 2008 <laughs> onward. Yeah, 2018. 2008 onward, I think they only better missed the playoffs yeah. once. The Dale Hunter year. Yeah, yeah. and everybody <laughs> knew that was an anomaly because of that. And they were competitive afterwards. So... He had no real reason to leave because he understood that his best chance of winning a cup was going to be in Washington. And there were enough guys that had been there with him for a long time that he he wanted to win with them, you know, as well. With guys like Blake Backstrom, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what then? Yeah, <laughs> so, what, what then? What then? Yeah, what then? <laughs> but isn't uh... – isn't he sort of building that right? I mean, he's got Drysital with him now. I mean, that's his. That's the Backstrom to his Ovechkin sure, that sure. they're building the team around. I mean, yeah. McDavid. It does feel like to me, McDavid's only been there for like two or three years, but really, he's been there for like six years, right? Mm-hmm. Five or six years. Yeah, you can. Yeah, he came in 2015, 16. So yeah, this is his seventh year. Yeah. So yeah, seven, I mean, now is about that time that you know. The hiccups started happening for Ovechkin and the Caps. I, I don't know. I see the Edmontons. I see the Oilers' trajectory going the same way that the Capitals did. To be honest with you. Well, that's going to depend on whether they can get reliable goaltending, because True. they ain't going anywhere with that goaltending. The Caps. Got. The Caps didn't have reliable goaltending until they had Holtby. They, I mean, there was a dime a dozen there the first few years of Ovechkin's career. I think they got. I think. Well. To start off, but I think Varlamov and yeah, uh, in their time there did well before Holtby came. They drafted. They did okay. Well. They wouldn't have gotten rid of if Varlamov but was as good as Holtby yeah, was. They wouldn't was, have got rid of Varlamov. But the point was, they were younger goaltenders back then, though. Mark, they were younger. Mike Mike Smith 
is 67 years old. Well, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, but, but okay, oh, hold Diego on. But how old was Tomas Volkun when he was the starting goalie for the Caps in, like, 2011 or 12? Like, he, 67 years old. Yeah, true. Yeah, but yeah, he was bald since high school. You didn't, didn't keep, tell. Yeah, but they didn't keep making the mistake, keep bringing him back, bringing him back, bringing him back. <laughs> That's like, a good point. It was one and done. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Smith's 83 years old, and they keep bringing him back. Bringing <laughs> yeah. back bringing wow, him he, back. he aged like 15 years just in the three seconds that we had that I don't know what you're talking about. I've been saying that he's 97 years old. We've all from the beginning. Amazing. Jeez, come on, Mark. Catch up. <laughs> hey, uh, if you're scoring That's... at home, or even if you're alone, uh, Connor McDavid on pace for 219 points this season. Oh, yeah. Not a record. That's why I picked him first overall. Not a yeah. record. <laughs> Not? It, is it? Is it? Yeah. It's just a little it bit more be. than that. If you actually yeah. could reach that, yes, that would be a record. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I think He's not, of course. With I mean, the exchange I, I, rate. I love, <laughs> I, again, <laughs> this is the thing about this. We see this at the start of every season, and it's just so silly. Where you see these pundits or or or, or stats guys, they they're so wound up with excitement that the season started that oh geez, you know this, you know McDavid has has twelve points in his first four games. You know at this pace, he'll <laughs> easily hit one hundred goals no, and three thousand. It's points. such a great gimmick. <laughs> That's my my favorite stat is like when when Ovechkin scores two goals. And everyone's like, he's on pace for 164. I know. Get this like, record this Jesus season. Jesus Christ. It's like, this season, it's the first game of the season, nah, you knobs. God. <laughs> yep. Man. It's statistical analysis. Uh, you just got to stick to the basic he, stats. You can't and, project. And people wonder, and, and the analytics guys wonder why people hate them. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's other reasons. Oh, bet you pace for 109 goals this year. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's science. Yeah. It's not me. Oh, absolutely. Total science. Yeah. But uh, we, we, we mock it. But is 150 achievable? Is that not such an unrealistic goal? Uh, what? 150, 150 points for McDavid. Yeah. 150 points for McDavid. I, I say everybody Ooh. needs to just slow their jam a little bit here. Let, let's let's dial it down to a more reasonable. Is this going to be an over under, Scotty? Let's let's dial it down to a more reasonable 120. We already said uh, we already said opt in, opt out for the 150. Lyle's out. He said he's going to be around 130. Uh, Mark is in. John is out. I am in. Okay. Mm. So Johnny and I are the only sensible ones in this move. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I drafted Sir? him first overall, so I'm going for it. <laughs> Let's go. Fucking I mean, money. look, hedging listen, the bets. Don't get me wrong, sweet Jesus. If if he hits 150 points, that'd be fantastic. You know, it really would. And he's he is the best player in the NHL today, right now. But you know, eighty-two games, guys, long grind. You know, the last time you know, think back, was it two, three seasons ago, when he was scoring at such an incredible pace, and everybody was, even I, got caught up in it. You know, and it's like, oh God, he's on pace for one hundred fifty points. We haven't seen this in oh forever. And then he finished with one hundred sixteen points. Great totals. Great totals. He did that in 40 games, though. It was weird. Could you, um, <laughs> yeah, he did in 40 could you imagine? Could you imagine just the like total circus around a player that could like actually hit 50 goals in 50 games again? Yeah. Yeah. Like that would be amazing just to see uh, in this game now the way yeah. it is. Yeah. Like, oh, that would like the just 
pure uh, I mean, on circus that would be around that. Because yeah, awesome. in the 70s, because in the 70s and 80s, and I grew up through, through most of it, so I remember all it. There was a time when, when 50 goals meant nothing. You know, you would have like 15, 20 guys get 50 goals in a season. Like it, I got it, 50 it, goals it, one year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was 12. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you think about it, it, it didn't mean anything. It was a big deal if somebody hit 60, if you get 60 goals, right? You know, uh, but Johnny's right. If, if, if there was a player in today's game that could be on pace to do 50 goals in 50 games, that would just be that, that would just be so impressive, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, Ovechkin um, has scored, I mean, 80 goals in 50 games before. Not consecutive games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's happened. But I mean, he's best 50 games. But look when he hit 60 goals that season. Was it his yeah, third 65. season? Was it his third season he hit 60? Yeah, and we all were just right like, here, right? mm-hmm. yeah. Internally. But it was just like, my God, this kid's window. I mean, you know, we were, everybody would say, is 70 goals next? You know, and it all seemed very conceivable. And then it didn't happen, but he Lock still out. remains the greatest goal scorer of this generation. And I'm hoping I the the one thing I want to see him hit is I want him to get 50 goal. One more 50 goal season ties him with uh, Gretzky and Mike Bossy for the most 50 goal yeah. seasons. He's yeah. just one shot. So I'm really, really hoping he can pull that off this season. But he has yeah. the most uh, most um, with 48 goals or more. <laughs> I believe. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He does. He has had three seasons either shortened or completely canceled by strikes, which is. Well, wasn't completely canceled, but, you know, it uh, cost. Well, he would have made his debut a year earlier. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. I stand corrected. You're right. It would have been 0405 would have been his rookie year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. We we have been kind of robbed a bit by labor strife and a pandemic. You know, yeah. actually, yeah, and, four and, seasons. And, and Dale Hunter trying to to change. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, that's a fifth. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I remember. I remember there was whispers of oh, when remember when he, he had those two seasons where he scored like to scored like thirty goals, thirty five goals, and there was whispers that ah, oh, see. See, now he, he he had to go off the steroids he was taking because <laughs> honest to God, testing. that was the rumor going yeah. around the time. We talked about it on the yeah. show. We laughed about it then too, about how how freaking stupid that rumor was. But it actually was a thing. There were a couple of pundits who were actually suggesting this, and mm-hmm. they're not working anymore. <laughs> that might have something to do with it. Um, but uh, one of them's a Pittsburgh area pundit, and I'm not going to say who it is. But anyway. Um, yeah, there there was that nonsense when what it was was he was playing for a coach who was trying to change the whole system and the way he played the game. And once they got rid of that, it was just, OK, go play the way you're <laughs> yeah, supposed to yeah. play. <laughs> Alex, you tell me how we should play. Yeah. <laughs> really, this should be the micro should have been the micro. Well, and that's that was Barry Trotz, part of Barry Trotz's genius. Barry Trotz uh-huh. know, knows what he knew, what he had in Ovechkin. And just basically it was just like, yeah, turn this horse loose and let him do what he does best. And he'll start buying in on some of the other aspects like back checking, which he did yep. as we go along. Because once Obi saw what was needed to win a cup, you know, he did it. I mean, he earned that Con Smythe trophy because, yeah, he was their best player throughout. And he did not just scoring, but he back checked, he blocked shots, you know. 
he did the little things you need to do that in order to win. So yeah, I also but that always, was, I also always appreciate how if Ovi's on the bench and sees the goalie go to the bench, he's like, change, come on, I'm yeah. coming in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's garbage. Well, goal. that was that that was last night's goal. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, last player to get 150 points in a season, Mark. Mike Silva. Uh, yeah, Mark Messier. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with 150 in a season. Last one to do it, Messier. Not a bad choice. Um, uh, I can't go. No, no. Mm-mm, I got no. no. I, I will go Mark Messier, so I don't hold the game up. Go ahead. All right, John. Um, Yarmir Yager. Lyle. Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux, 95 96. Yeah. At 69 goals. Nice. And 92 points for yeah. 100. You know, it couldn't have been a, it couldn't have been a winger. No. No. Uh, that's only 16 or 17. Damn it. Fuck. Uh, all right. <laughs> Season with the most 150 goal scorers or 150 point. That's a lot. 150 goal scorers. Oh, a Jesus. lot of spoilers. Wow. Yeah. 150 <laughs> goal scorers. Most, uh, uh, season with the most 150 point scores. Oh wow! This season, the season. Both seasons. Oh, There's that's a good one, one season of uh, a multiple. They had multiple. Had multiple. Had four. Are we guessing? Oh. Yes. Mark, guess. 88, 89. Johnny. It's not a bad guess. Um, see, I was gonna go earlier, and I was gonna go like 82, 83. Lyle. Uh, I'm gonna say 84-85. Mark's on an 88-89. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's why I said it was a good guess. Ma- yeah. Mario Lemieux had 199. Mm-hmm. Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky had 168. Steve Eiserman had 155. And Bernie Nichols had 150. <laughs> wow! Oh, Bernie, Bernie. Bernie Nichols. Hey. Bernie Nichols had 70 goals that season. And That's now we insane. know why he's in the Hockey Hall of Fame. <laughs> that one season and his pyramid schemes that he tried to put on LinkedIn. Yeah, but guess who his teammate was? Uh, Bernie Madoff. <laughs> oh, you meant not pyramid scheme. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Guy named Brett Hall. Yeah. yeah, there you go. But that's but Brett didn't have 150 points. No, no, Brett's 147. Brett, Brett, no. Gretzky was his teammate that year. Brett Brett came the closest though to 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 catching Gretzky's single season goal record though. He did. 86 goals. Wait, who was Brett Hall's teammate that got him that many goals? What are we talking about here? Oatsy. Oh, Oates. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. we're still talking about Bernie Nichols. All in Oates. Um, I'm still on the Bernie Nichols train. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> it's a great train. Great train. Chugga, chugga, yeah, it's kind of like Thomas. Yeah. Uh, Thomas thinks this is bullshit. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> now I know why you're confused because I fucked up. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking Bernie Fiturko. <laughs> 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 it was Bernie Nichols. Was with, that's I right. Gretzky. <laughs> a Hall of Famer. I'm like, is Nichols in the Hall of Fame? What the fuck? <laughs> God, it just hit me. I was like, they're they're confused. Why are they confused? Because you, you dumbass, you're thinking about <laughs> Oh well, we just went with it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah we're just kind of uh-huh. like, yeah, no, hauling oats, fucking like <laughs> yeah, how we transition on this show. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like, well, I was drunk, it's okay. Just just talk over him. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's 
fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. What are you talking about? Come on, man. Right here. Lyle, what's your, what are your thoughts on uh, Vander Kane and this silliness? Oh, God. 21 games. You win with the under, but I don't think the 41 and a half was that far off. And also said early in the show, we're taking a run in total after the feds get involved. Mm. So. Well, honestly, apparently feds will not be getting involved right. in this um, now. But uh, I don't know how he can come back to the Sharks. And not just not just because of the, the the betting allegations or his domestic issues or his bankruptcy. The the big thing. I like no, I mean that's bad. Three, no. I just how you just named three really big know, things, and then you're like, really no, there's one that's things, worse. Right? <laughs> but the biggest issue with him was throughout last season, he was apparently the epitome of a shitty teammate. Like he totally had no regard for team rules. He constantly broke curfew. He never showed up practice on time. And it really pissed a lot of the players, a lot of the, the Sharks players off. I'll, and and talking with uh, with a couple of folks at the Hockey News today, and they say, yeah, when I'm saying, yeah, I have a, I'm friends with one of the, the, the players on the Sharks. And they say, there is no way they want him back. They do not want him back. They say already the vibe on that team is different this season with him not there. Because the, the the issue was when when Joe Thornton and Joe Pavelski were still on the team, these were guys that Evander Kane respected. Yeah. Okay. So while they were on the team, he was gonna he was gonna toe the line, he was gonna behave himself, <clears throat> and he was gonna be good to and he was. But when Thornton left and Pavelski left. There was it says a lot. There was nobody else on that team that he respected or or feared that he would toe the line. And what made it worse was because he was the best player last season. He was he was their leading scorer last season with very good numbers, by the way. Um, The coaching staff and management basically did almost nothing. And Bob Bugner basically admitted it. This summer saying, yeah, we could have, we should have done more, you know? And so right off the bat, I'm like, well, why are you a coach? (laughs) Right off the bat, why are you a coach when you can see that this is creating a poisonous atmosphere in your, in your dressing room and you just let it go because, but he's our best player. Fuck that shit. No, no. Um, They don't want him back. How can you bring him back into that environment? The players don't want you there. But at the same time, he's carrying a, a contract of seven mil a season. He's got three more years on it after this season. With this personal baggage, he's basically poisoned. You're not going to be able to trade him to anybody. Right? So what do you do if you're Doug Wilson and the general manager? How, how, when his suspension is over, he gets to come back to the team. Do you let him? Or do you just tell him, stay home and we'll buy you out next summer? You do a Tony D'Angelo. We make you disappear for the for the rest of the season. Then we buy you out, you know, next summer. But that's not going to sit very well, though, either, because that's going to be a big chunk of dead cap space sitting there to buy him out. Um, it, it's a mess. It's a real, real mess. And. How does it look on the team if you bring him back? 
like from a from a PR standpoint, how does that look? Unless he has a road to Damascus moment and realizes, oh my God, I'm throwing it all away. I've got to clean up my act and fly right. And you actually genuinely come in and are genuinely, you know, sorry for what you've done and you want to change your ways and blah, blah, blah. And you want to come back and prove it. You got one last chance. This is it. Unless he's actually honest to God, willing to do that and actually does it. Man, I don't see how you can bring him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and how would the community fucking feel about this guy who endangered everybody and now this? And- yeah, well, that was something Kevin Kurtz of The Athletic, he's, he's the beat writer, they're, they're beat writer for the Sharks. And he was saying, like, just just the, the total disregard he showed for the health of his teammates and by extension, their families with by mm-hmm. having a fake COVID card. I mean, that that's just that's just one more insult, you know, among all the insults that he piled up amongst his teammates last year. So, again, how can you bring him back? It's an Iman yeah. song. Fuck it. I don't want you back. It's mm-hmm. it's that's where we're I, at. I, I think they tell him stay home and we'll buy you out. We'll oh, yeah, you, you have to. I, I think you have to. And just suck up that that dead cap space for for three years, you know, for 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 three or well, Jesus, it'll be six years. What am I saying? Because it's two thirds the original value at uh, twice the time. So that'd be six years. But at the end of the day, but that's well worth it that. Yeah. But for Doug Wilson, though, that could be the kiss of death as well. Because now you've got to go to your owner and justify this. And it's like, wait a minute, you're the one who signed him to this. Uh-huh. You're the one who you traded for him, and then you signed him. And then you allowed this poisonous atmosphere to happen with him. Or if you didn't know, what does that say about you as a general <laughs> manager? Right. Right? So. Yeah, I feel like that's a hat he needs I, to wear at this point. I completely understand why uh, why Dustin Bufflin gave him the finger. Yeah. Walking through the, the Islanders walkway that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody kind of knew. Well, but again, you know, we saw the warning signs in Winnipeg. We saw them in Buffalo. You know, if and again, if if Joe Thornton and Joe Pavelski had not left the team, just none of this would have happened. But, you know, Thornton wanted to go chase the Stanley Cup. And because they signed Evander Kane to that, seven mil per season contract they couldn't afford to sign joe pavelski mm. oh. so that's a shame mm. <laughs> oh well yeah. they jumped it uh any odds and ends Lyle, we need cleaning up no i think we're good bud all right cool let's get to some pick them then uh last yeah pick them wow yeah. big cleaner Oh no! Bulls with the Blazers, um, including an eight spot in the first game. Woo wee! Uh, I came in second with seven. Mark <laughs> third with uh, with five, and Johnny's team only played one game and they got shut out. So he gets oh, about right. Big. This is awesome! Hell yeah! Let's go! Ow, My guys. plan is already working. <laughs> tank, tank for the yeah. yeah tank, uh, tank for the final four. Tank for no pick. I'll uh. 
Lyle's in first, Mark in second, Johnny and I tied for third. We go to the AHL, the American. See, see, see I live for for winning during the during our regular season segment because I always screw it up in the fo- in the Frozen Four. So yeah, that's and that's why I don't pick a team. <laughs> I get the glory done or quickly, and then away he goes. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, so Johnny, you get to pick in the American Hockey League. Oh, great. American Hockey League. Let's see. What do we got here? Um, American. American Hockey League. Got House in the president of the American. Oh, League. Palm Springs coming in. Edmonton yeah. Oilers. Uh, czar up there. Yeah, Palm Springs, home of uh, Todd P. Butts. They will be in next season. So, in the coach arena. I, I realize that we're a week off still, um, but as we move closer to uh, to Halloween, uh, my pick this week will be the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Bailey. Bailey. Lehigh Valley Phantoms. <laughs> I was good at cough, and I tried to, like, not cough, and it came out as, like, a Bailey. Bailey. <clears throat> um, Hunt Valley Mulhorn. Um <laughs> Mark's supposed to go, but he has baby issues. So, oh, we can I, wait if you want for him or no. He, oh, he can we'll pick just up. pick teams. I mean, there's 84 teams in yeah, this league. Exactly. Yeah, if we pick it, the team that he wanted, then that's just bad he luck. Do what he was getting into when yeah. he got when, yeah. I, when okay. he had kids. When wait, he had, what? Yeah, but he. Whose turn is it now? <laughs> uh, my turn now. Okay. Uh, I I I am uh, going to go ahead and I will pick the Springfield Thunder Thunder Thunderbirds. Hey. hey. All right, and then uh, Lyle, you get to you get to pick now. And of course, sticking with my uh, my wrestling theme, I'm going to go with the Hartford Wolfpack. <laughs> Work Wolfpack. Wolfpack. So now we wait for Mark. We don't know if he's coming back. Yeah, we'll he'll just keep going with the show, and then we'll ask him when he comes back. And <laughs> I don't like HLT. Hen- pick one. <laughs> the Henderson Silver Knights have two arenas they play in. Quite amazing. Oh, he'll take that. That's for Ooh, sure. Yeah, like mention that. You know, that's a lot of capacity. Oh. And they have the shiny helmets. And apparently, they've been in the league since 1971. Wow, it's so, amazing. That's that's impressive for an expansion team's farm club, yeah. Right. So so let's talk let's talk lineage, Lyle. If we want to let's talk lineage then. If we're talking we're talking baseball. Let's talk lineage. <laughs> what the hell are they? Fuck. We're seventy one. What year is seventy one? What day is it? <laughs> Bless you. All right. So it started in nineteen seventy one seventy five with the Tidewater Virginia Wings. Ah. Then they went dormant for three years before they became the Adirondack Red Wings for twenty years. Go away! They were the Adirondack wow. Red Wings. Yep, and then from nineteen nine, the end of nineteen ninety nine to uh, the beginning of two thousand two, they were dormant before they became the San Antonio Rampage, and then they were bought by the Golden Knights and became the Henderson Silver Knights. I and I gotta say, like the the reason why I did my reaction was was. Uh, the first season I was I was at St. John's Newfoundland in, in 91, 92. That was the first season of uh, the, the St. John's Maple Leafs. It was their their AHL affiliate that season. And they surprised everybody. They went to the Calder Cup final. And again, it was against the Adirondack Red Wings. And it was a great series. We watched it, went full seven games. It was just that was that was some of the best like playoff hockey 
that I've seen in any kind of pro level. And, and just, it was fantastic. So I was, yeah, when you said, wrote, wow, I didn't realize that their lineage was, was part of, they used to be the Adiron Drag Red Wings. Yeah. Most boring jersey set in that final, though, too. It was just plain blue and plain red. It was, yeah, yeah. It was an Atari game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great hockey. That was also uh, my. That was also our uh, the first glimpse of Felix Potvin because that right. was his first. That was his first season uh, with the St. John's Red Wings, and he was he was a big reason why they they, they did. What's that? St. John's Maple Leafs, not St. John's. St. John's Maple Leafs. St. John's Red Wings. Yeah, blah, St. John's Maple. Leafs. <laughs> well, Lyle's just throwing us off all night long. Oh, I am totally messed up. It's been a been a long been a been a been a week, guys. It's been a week. So, and then you, you look at other teams with weird lineages, the Hartford Wolfpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, while they were the Hartford Wolfpack in 97, they date back to 1936. Wow. When they were the Providence slash Rhode Island Reds and then became the Binghamton Dusters, Whalers, Rangers. Mm-hmm. And then that became the Hartford Wolfpack. And then the, then for a brief time, the Connecticut Whale trying to get off that Hartford Whaler money. Right. And, and then that didn't work uh, because Wade Redden's money cost too much. So they had to rebrand the team back to the Wolfpack. <laughs> Remember that time that Raid Redden was a Connecticut whale? Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> then you look back at the uh, Abbotsford Canucks, the newest team this season. They, yeah, they date back to 36 with the Springfield Indians. Oh, uh, wow. Then this, but, and, then, and then they became the Syracuse uh, Warriors. And then they became the Springfield Indians and Kings. Then the Worcester Ice Cats. Then the Peoria Rivermans. Then the Utica Comets. And now the Abbotsford Canucks. Springfield Indians, that was that was an iconic, well, yeah. With Snoop Eddie Shore as their longtime owner and, and coach and general manager. <laughs> and yeah, Snoop Dogg wore the jersey in a video. Shout out Snoop Dogg, 50 years old today. Yeah. Hey. So you got that going for you, kids. Way to go, yeah. Snoop. Snoop is a cultural icon. He truly is a cultural yeah, icon. He really is. Because just because of how his just how big his reach is in terms of yeah. like not he's tall yeah he's tall he's tall he's lanky Got yeah. yeah but he's also Massive a hockey reach. fan too and his kids play hockey so I mean there's that plus he's he also man like he he supports he he's a big like I think his uh philanthropic efforts do not go uh, oh yeah. And of course, I mean, and, he, and of course, he does, uh, you know, shows with Martha Stewart and they're they're good buds. And, you know, he's a big time wrestling fan because uh, he was he was on the Ric Flair, Ric Flair uh, 30 for 30 documentary talking about how, you know, they they kind of, you know, they cherished Ric Flair because he was sort of that epitome that a lot of them wanted to kind of aspire to. You know, yeah, I got to cancel Ric Flair. I know. I know. Well, he, Ric Flair's having a having a rough year, man. Ric Flair's not having a great time. No, no. I saw that uh, that plane ride from hell, dark side of the ring episode, and yeah, hey, Bob. Yeah, not good, not good. And the thing that struck me about that whole thing, the the guy who came out of that uh, looking the best, Dustin Runnels. Yep. Yep. Okay. His 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 only crime was he was nursing a broken heart because he uh, he, had, he had broken up with his wife Terry at the time and you know so he got drunk and was singing love songs over the the PA but he was basically yeah he was he was the only guy that that kind of was trying to put a kibosh on some of that shit that was going on especially with Flair oh yeah well yeah but so yeah. how can you stop me baby <laughs> um, 
he's like everyone's doing an impression. It's kind of, I don't know. It's like a Southern Telly Savalas. It seems like with when they do a Ric Flair impression, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, that's about it. I don't think Mark. We'll just tell Mark he got Henderson. Yeah, he no. Yeah, he's he got by default. It's in the book. Like we're not we're not going. It's in the book. It's in a pen. I can't scratch it out. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's a it's a pen that you just take a picture of and then it shows up in the. No, I got another book. I have another book. It's actually pen and ink. Mm. Goes on real paper, not this virtual paper. That <laughs> real paper. Huh. Don't have that rocket book paper for the bets. That's got to be in stone, baby. I can't have to watch that away. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I, I don't think we're gonna do a haha fuck you tonight. We talked more about AHL, and we thought Mark was coming back. But the last year we are. Oh, well, that's okay. Save that. Save that ammo for 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 next week. Next week. Um, and thank you. We appreciate your time as always. Oh uh, man. It's. I look forward to. I guys. I look forward to this. So you know, it's it's always fun. We all we all look forward to it because it's a time to talk to each other. Yeah, it really is. All right. Well, Lyle, uh, take care. We'll talk to you again next week. We'll talk to you next week, guys. Take See care. You, Lyle. He goes Lyle Richardson, SpectresHockey.net at SpectresHockey on Twitter. You can find him everywhere. Um, wherever you pick up uh, your newsstand. Johnny. What do you got for some shout outs? Um, I'm going to give a shout out to the Maryland Bobcats. Okay. And you may be thinking, who are the Maryland Bobcats? Huh? Because I was thinking that. Hey, hold on. Hold on, Johnny. Who are the Maryland Bobcats? Right. You were thinking that. I, exactly. Yeah. Maryland Bobcats are uh, NISA soccer team. Maryland Bobcats FC. I don't even know what NISA stands for, to be perfectly honest. I haven't looked it up, but the New York Cosmos are part of this. Okay. Um, They have a jersey that I'm going to buy as soon as they tell me how this, how the sizing, how the sizing uh, works on these. It's called the glitch jersey. Jesus Christ. And it is all cracked out. It's a fantastic goalie jersey. Uh, it kind of looks like where you, when your TV would like glitch, <laughs> like like when you were younger, like the 80s and 90s. It's got some. It's great. I just need these people to get back to me to tell me which size I should order, and I am definitely ordering one of these. But I didn't even know this team existed. Sasky actually sent me the uh, link to it. It was on Twitter uh, recently, so. I'm going to give a shout out to them. Hopefully they get back to me soon so I can order a jersey from them. Is there is there a reason that uh, Sean Leahy was not in on this? This I, seems I, like that Sean Leahy would be. That he would have known about? That he would have let you know about. I don't think that Sean Leahy is uh, big into soccer the uh, minor league soccer circles anymore. <laughs> I don't even know what the, I need to find out what this league is. Like I feel like it's like it's third National tier. National Independent Soccer Association. Right, which makes it not even like the because like they began play in 2019. They have a picture of the entire team in the Montgomery County uh, Council yeah. or something like that. Well, they like, play Oco, baby. Yeah. Well, they play at the soccer plex, right? Uh, sure. That sounds. I right. believe so. Yeah. The 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 uh, that's it's on BN Sports, so you can watch TV. You can watch BN Sports, and boy, they got some. Uh, Oh, the Cosmos are on hiatus. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Uh, you got the California United Strikers. You got Chattanooga FC. You got Chicago House AC. 
Uh, I just want to get that glitch jersey. That's what I really want. Yeah, man. But uh, but Scotty, if you look through their jerseys, uh-huh. their jerseys are fantastic. And if you scroll down to last year's jerseys, because apparently this isn't the first year. They oh. had multiple sets of jerseys. Sure. Uh, they have a 410 area code T-shirt. But hey. what I'm really looking at is that red and white slash jersey. My God. Is that that's amazing? Kind of amazing. With the Holiday Inn College Park? Sure. Why not? What the Let's hell, go. man? That's fantastic. So yeah, I'm gonna give them a shout out. I, like I said, I just need them to get back to me to tell me if I should be ordering a uh medium or if these are like European jerseys from uh Hummel and I need to order a large. The flag jersey is nice, too, with the flags down the side, too. Did you see the uh, so the goalie jersey that's underneath the glitch one? I think it's two down is the Maryland flag jersey. Hey. And the entire jersey is just Maryland flags, like, turned in different directions. Right. It's kind of bizarre. It's I mean, a... the Maryland, like, the actual, like, state. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It, yeah. Looks, uh, it looks trippy, like, real trippy. Yeah, it does. It's like 69 in each other. <laughs> The so map. yeah, that's this, this was this was something I didn't even know about, and I'm so excited now because of now it. you need it. You now I need it. it. Now I need I need to get that glitch jersey. Apparently, uh, so so the best part about it was that Sasky sent me a tweet from World. Uh, it was uh, classic football uh, shirts in England. Manchester, England has one of the glitch goalie jerseys that they have on sale now, and they that's what they tweeted about. Nice. <laughs> I'll do. A, I'll send you the link, the to the uh, tweet about it, because I sent it to Mark. Nice. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I'm gonna give a shout out to that. Um. I will give a shout out to being back in the rink this weekend. You don't need the P in front of that. I don't know where that came from. Um. Never need P in front of it, kids. Remember that. Um. R. Kelly. Uh. So yeah, so back in the rink this weekend. Uh, give a shout out to the uh, to the boys from uh, Mount St. Joe. Get to uh, hopefully get to see a bunch uh, this weekend at the homecoming game and our 25th anniversary. Should be a good time. And uh, yeah, I mean I think that's uh, I think that's good. That's a lot of shout outs for me. It's a yeah. lot more than normal. We got, we got we got into the whole glitch jersey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a guy on the team named Elton Joe, and I fucking want to call him the piano man so bad. Um, wonderful. Uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Johnny, and we'll get some more fabulous photos. Um, shout out to uh, stickers, a diss to Upper Deck. They canceled the two. Of their upcoming card sets. What? Because of just the, the, the distribution problems. And their 21-22 Series 1 hockey not getting st- not going to get sent out until like December. Oof. So not not great. Not the, Too many card sets is what's happening. If you, if you want distribution problems to end, limit your card sets. And um, they cost more. Cost more, you fools. Um... Yeah, that's about it for me. There's not really much going on here. Shout out to uh, Moderna getting the uh, okay for a booster. I'm going to be first in line for that shit. So it's going to be half a dose. So I'll be good. We only fucked up for half a day. 
So that's how it works, right? Just try yeah. not to throw up everything you had in your body. You know, I'll try not to. I'll try. Maybe I'll try. maybe I was actually just hung over for like a day and a half. That could have been it. Your your body got the headache. Yeah, because you did have a headache too. So very possible. Very possible. Well, I felt way better after I threw up. Well, yep. Now you normally this. do though. It's all coming together, ladies and gentlemen. We figured it out. It took a whole show, but we got it. Um, that's it. That's all. For Johnny P. Mark with a C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, the Faceoff Hockey Show on the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction. You can get us all around the podcatchers, Spreaker, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, iHeart, where else? Apple, Google, all the big hitters. So download us there. It's a fun time. Uh, socials at FOHS Radio on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and then patreon.com slash Hockey Show. That's where all the fun stuff happens. Give us some money. We'll help you out. It'll be a good time. Uh, and that's it. That's all. We've done it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a wonderful week, and we will talk to you again next time through. Peace.